Hi guys, welcome to the Thor post-race interviews from Primax Queensland Motor Park QMP Round 7. Right after the races, I hit the pits, I get the rapid reactions from everyone. And this podcast episode is brought to you courtesy of the guys at Gas Imports and Thor MX Australia. Thor MX24 has just dropped and it's an exciting time of the year. Um, as always, the Prime is the leading fit in the industry function style. You've seen the Prime analog red and white colorway being worn by Star Yamaha in the States and it looks amazing. Um, there's also the Sector, the Pulse and all sorts of ranges for body shapes, styles, budget, you name it. So check out your uh, leading favorite retailers to get your hands on the new Thor range. MX24 is out now and uh, if you don't know where your local retailer is go to gasimports.com.au and hit the dealer locator function you can find a dealer that will stock Thor and uh, you can get your hands on the lead stuff so with that being said thanks to Thor MX thanks to Gas Imports and let's get to the interviews Post race interviews Joel Evans far out I'm gonna start by saying look at the miles bar on your collarbone man <laughs> yeah the uh, the surgeon butchered that one when was that from <laughs> Uh, Indonesia, I had a pin in my shoulder and I snapped it with the pin in there, so they just had to go ham. There's two in Indo. No, I did not let them do it. Yeah, well, yeah. it looks like you did. No, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, old mate actually apologised to me after he said it was just a mess. I had to butcher it. So, oh man, it's giving me. Anyway, uh, let's stop looking at your collarbone. Um, man, you were killing it in Moto Two. Whole shot, really good to see. And then obviously Gibbsy put the veteran move on you. I don't know if it was intentional, but you got punted. No, I, I took the same line, um, yeah, but from the start, the start was epic. Um, first hole shot on a 450, so I was pumped on that, and I had to, I don't know who was on the inside of me, but I just dropped the inside elbow around the corner and made sure I got it. Um, I think it was Dean. Yeah, okay, that makes it even better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so I held on to that for a little bit, and then sort of running top three, and it was sick. I tightened up a little bit, and then very first lap, I come into that corner, and there's two lines that come together, and one was a massive hook. And then the other one flowed around. So I took the flowy one and Gibbsy took the hook and just cleaned my front wheel pretty hard. But it's no, not at all his fault. It's just a racing thing. I don't know if he even knew that the lines come together like that. So. It looked like he was as surprised as you were, but you yeah. were just levitating still <laughs> in like corner position. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. The front wheel was up in the air and I still had my leg out and everything <laughs> like ready to go. So I wasn't ready for it. No, it was good to see, man. I mean, I think you've had some dramas getting bikes ready and other stuff. So it was cool to see you actually... Um, it's been a while since we've seen that Joel Evans. Yeah, so we actually had two bikes to start the year and one of them blew up before round one. And that's the bike we're on today. It's actually we turned into a race bike. So we've had two bikes this weekend and we actually um, put race fuel in it and everything. So we, that's, that's probably where the whole shot come from. Yeah, there you go. It only, only took seven rounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two rounds to go and we got a race bike, but it's good. I mean, hey, good job. Yeah, appreciate it, dude. Race interviews. Uh a, a brief run out on the new Circo Yamaha signing for Luke Reard and Luke um, looked like it was going well and then all of a sudden you were in a, a pile at the bottom of that tabletop on the hill. Talk us through what happened. Yeah, I um, started the moto off a little average. I had a bit of a clutch issue on the start um, which caused me to actually get to the first turn and last. Uh, the first lap I actually don't know how. Joel, my brother-in-law, Evans, he, um, he's like, I don't know how you went from dead last to 13th in the first lap, but you made it happen. And I did. I felt like I pushed through pretty quickly. Had a decent crash at the back of the track, which a lot of people did actually see. Um, took the wind out of me a bit. Got back on the bike. Tried to get moving again. 
got back up to pace and then unfortunately just had another mishap clipped the wall of like a bit of a gully and um, yeah hit my head and unfortunately had a bit of a nap and um, had to go to race safe I felt 100% or I felt 100% but unfortunately I didn't pass the concussion test which will have to be redone on Friday next week before Coolum and hopefully we'll be back yeah for the last round so I mean I'm assuming you had fun but does this kind of remind you why you, you're a coach and don't race anymore? Oh, I was in race safe and I've seen those dudes in the past and I said to them, I said, hey, this is, this is welcome back to motocross. I know all their names, but that's a, that's a bad thing. That's not a good thing to kind of know the, the guys and girls in their names. But um, unfortunately, it's part of the sport and you know, it happens to us. I've seen a lot of the top riders have a few um, stacks today that have DNF motos and you know, it's unfortunate it was my first race back. So I had expectations for myself to do well and unfortunately we didn't reach them today. But hopefully, yeah, hopefully at the last round we can do that. Hopefully you're back on the bike for cool and man, well done. Yeah, thanks mate, appreciate it. Post-race interview, Zach Watson, the local uh, Queensland privateer. Bit of a statement today, man. Awesome ride. How are you feeling? Uh, pretty good, actually. I've finally been able to dial my starts the last two rounds, so um, it's way easier from the front. <laughs> um, obviously, you know, somewhat local. I'm not sure where exactly you're based up here, but... Um, Familiar settings up here at QMP or just more getting the starts and finding the flow? Uh, I think more getting the starts. I don't ride here much. I'm from Townsville originally, moved down here mid last year to train with Ford. So we've been doing a lot of riding at like MX Farm and Coolum. So hopefully we have a good one next weekend as well. Yeah, that's it, man. Carry it in. I mean, you, you've sort of been there or thereabouts the last few years. I've been seeing your name pop up and I've seen you been training with Ford and, and obviously Supercross. I think you, you ride pretty well as well from memory. Yeah. Um, so. I think you're finally sort of starting to find that form when we see you guys come of age in MX1. How old are you now? Um, I just turned 19 last weekend, so... <laughs> you're still, still young as. All right, I guess in moto, um, you see someone around for a long time, you assume they're older. But, yeah, so you've got a long, a long future ahead of you. Yeah, I, um, I jumped straight up to MX2 class when I was 16, skipped MX3, went MX1 after round one last year and just loved the 450, so... Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, hey, um, great job. Hopefully, like you said, carry that track experience at Coolum into uh, the last round. Yeah, no, uh, hopefully we have a good one, so thank you. Where, where were you overall today? Um, I think either 7th or 8th. I went 8-7, so... 8-7. Great ride, man. Well done. Too easy. Thank you. Right, Thor post-race interviews out here with Jace Cosford returning from injury. We're just, just talking about how awesome MCL injuries are, but Jace, um, you actually look really good out there considering back in, in the battle. Um, two solid moto scores. Talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I took a little bit of extra time off just to really make sure um, it healed like 100%. Um, so yeah, obviously doing heaps of rehab and everything like that. Took a bit more time off, so um, the body isn't quite where it was at, but um, yeah, I just dug deep today. Uh, blew up in the first moto, had arm pump, but um, yeah, I was, I was really proud of my second moto. I had a bad start and came all the way through to fifth, so um, I think fifth overall, that's actually my best result of the year, so um, yeah, I, I knew I had a lot more in me before I, I hurt myself. I was just about to have a breakout ride, I reckon, so yeah, I'm, I'm just looking for redemption, trying to make something happen in these last two. Now, now we've got one more, so it was a good building weekend um, going into Coolum. So, yeah, I'm just giving my best shot. It's good to see you pick up where you left off, man. Well done. Thanks heaps, mate. Cheers. All right, four post-race interviews. Got the party bus going behind us. 4-4 um, four, four in MX2, fourth overall, which... I feel like your day was more eventful than that. You seem to be charging through a lot, but take me through the day. Um, look, it starts 
is really bad. I'm struggling. But look, I made a, a bad day a good day in my books, so I managed it quite well. Like I was starting outside the top 20, so. Um, That's what I mean. Like every time I looked up, you were making a pass. If you just say 4 4, I was like, I swear you were going all, all day. <laughs> yeah, it was like. And the time I got to the front, the race was over, or the last race I made a mistake, I was um, actually running beside the bike, and Bud got around me again, so I had to work for that one again, so it's just, it is what it is, like I just need to get good starts and I would be right, but... Hometown mate, race next weekend, right? Yeah, I love that place, so hopefully, fingers crossed, I can get a good start, mm. and then uh, I can make something work there, so I'm happy with it. Race there last weekend, so... I was quite stoked with how I'm going. And last ever cool, has got to go out with a bang, right? Yeah, so I'd be... I'm planning to go on top of the box. For, uh, that's what I want. And um, I believe I can do it there. If I can do any place I'm going to do it, so it'll be cool. So. Awesome, man. Well, hey, good luck next weekend. And 4-4, four, four, good job. Thank you. I'll see you there. Go, go away, Nick, still. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk to the guy. Take a number. <laughs> Four post-race interviews, Emma Milesevic. Emma, it's been a long day. I'm actually trying to remember. You went 2-2? Two, two? Uh, no, actually, the first race I crashed uh, after turn two had a big one. You did? You were way back. I remember now. So tell me what happened because I was trying to figure that out. Uh, yeah, so it was basically there was a few holes in between those jumps and there was a bunch of dust and I couldn't quite see and put my front wheel in a hole and shot me right and and threatened myself off the side of the jump. So I got pinned on the bike for quite a while, which cost me so much time. Uh, by the time I got up, I was not far off a lap down, so that wasn't fun, but charged for as much as I could and paid off. I was doing the math. If that hadn't have happened in Moto1, <laughs> with what happened to Charlie in Moto2, you would have at, you have joint red plate now, right? Uh, from what I've been t just told, apparently we do, so it's yeah. obviously a first for the women's class, so, um, yeah. But you would have had the points lead. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I should have, could have, would have, I guess that, that happened, just like how that happened to Charlie, but it's just the way racing is, so you got to keep charging every moto, because you never know what can happen, but keep fighting till the end at Coolins, I'm very excited. No, it's awesome, hey, um, it... For, for how it's been predictable to a degree, it was a real, a real mix-up today and it's going to give, I guess, you a bit of motivation heading into the final round. Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely feeling motivated. I've been riding so well lately and really made some good improvements. I was a bit bummed in that first moto because I was quite close to Charlie and qualifying and stuff. So, um, yeah, definitely going to make a nice mix-up for the last couple of rounds. I'm excited. Oh, well, hey, well done and good luck at Coolum. Thank you so much. In the pits here in the Thor post-race interviews and there's Taylor McCutcheon and Talia O'Hare having a conversation so I've just jumped in and, and uh, introduced myself here but um, Taylor start with you it was going really well in Moto2 until it wasn't yeah obviously I went from fourth to first in that one lap and I was stoked I I was like all right it's this is good and then by the time I know it I'm on the ground with Charlie in my back wheel and I was like oh like there goes that one it happened so fast I don't know what she done but uh, yeah obviously it's unfortunate but it's a racing incident things happen people make mistakes and just move on and go from there now yeah that that first lap was impressive fourth to first you were, you were on on the charge yeah I was I I knew I had to if I wanted to actually compete so the moment I found the opportunities I'd done everything I could with them and yeah I, I was hooking I was moving I felt good so yeah it is what it is and then now open the door for you Talia you had a shot at winning that moto then it was pretty hectic at the front <laughs> yeah, I was coming down that hill seeing those two tangled up, which, uh, you know, it's unfortunate, but yeah, I mean, a bit of a bonus for me, I guess, but... I'd be honest, you're like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, 100%, man, I'm going to take those points. <laughs> nah. um, where did you end up in Moto2? Were you third in the end? 
hours that, um, yeah, just kind of let that opportunity slip out of my hands. But, you know, that's uh, a bit more fire in the belly for next week. Still improvement on uh, the rest of the season? Yeah, 100%. We started off pretty slow, getting over injuries and just a few bits and bobs. But, uh, no, nah, we're on the upwards now, so stoked. All right, good job, and uh, we'll see you both at Coolum. Yeah, we'll do.